Hi everyone. So uh, this is my uh, first uh, lecture on uh, literature and mediality, Unit Five that I'm teaching, uh, and uh, we'll be discussing uh, a very, you know, uh, seminal book on visual arts. Uh, the name of the book is Picture Clearing or Image Imaging Clearing. This has been written by W.J.P. Mitchell and Mitchell is, uh, you know, he has been considered as the, uh, the, you know, one of the fathers, one of the founders of uh, visual studies. So in this uh, essay, in his essay on picture theory, he explores uh, two, three important uh, you know, he has made uh, two, three important uh, observations on image or picture. The first thing that comes to our mind while taking picture or while analyzing a picture in motion or in, you know, static form, the question is, what do pictures watch? And what, uh, what, what is it presenting or representing? So, W.J.T. Mitchell has, uh, you know, has long argued that uh, there has been a visual term or what he calls a pictorial term in contemporary culture and theory in which images, pictures and the realm of visuals have been recognized as being as an important and worthy of intense scrutiny as the realm of language. And we have equated you know, with, um, picture in motion or picture in static form or in, you know, in art form as it has a language of its own. So each and every picture that we see or that the picture is demonstrating, it has a language that uh, uh, as a film critic or film enthusiast or cinephile, we need to understand that language. What does a picture convey? Okay. Then why uh, the linguistic turn in the 1960s called attention to the role of language in culture, theory and everyday life. And the notion of pictorial turn signals the importance of pictures and images and challenges uh, you know, us to uh, be uh, observant and informed critics of visual culture. In his engaging and only partial iconic title, book, What Do Pictures Want? or the, uh, the Picturing Theory, Mitchell explores the life of visual culture in our individual and social lives, providing a comprehensive and integrated discussions of the historical, cross-cultural and theoretical implications of the power of images and pictures. So in his book, In What Do Pictures Want? He combines a dazzling array of theoretical discourses to uh, develop, you know, analysis, interpretations, and provocations that enable us to better understand the modalities and power of visual culture. And uh, drawing on a distinguished career as author, because he is one of the forefathers or founders of picture and visual studies, uh, he's a lecturer and uh, an editor, Mitchell has pulled together major articles 
uh, addresses to scholarly conferences and a new work to present his most comprehensive and probing book to date on contemporary visual art and this has been considered as his most seminal book now um, uh, in in this uh, in this in his theory on picture he organized as a very systematic uh, you know uh, as an as an architect you know he has presented himself as an architect who is putting things together in a more aesthetic form and in in the book in what do pictures want mitchell divides his subject matter into three parts on image object and this is important he divides his subject matter into three parts these are images second is objects and third is media so he'll be uh, you know exploring these three um, parts in, in in his uh, in his study and in and uh, uh, equally in his um, uh, theory uh, the text also generates engagement with a dazzling panorama of sources and literature and a wide variety of topics concerning the life in images in culture and society his vision and tools are highly eclectic drawing on anthropology biology art history you know he's influenced by marxism freudianism semiology so he has presented a broad array of contemporary critics and theorists in these his you know footnotes provide a tour uh, through uh, you know current discussions on a tremendous diversity of issues in cultural theory aesthetic media theory and visual culture see we cannot segregate visual culture or uh, the culture which is very contemporary these days because because uh, before that what we see in the literary canon uh, visual art is a new form of art and it has gained prominence uh, in the you know in the modern era in the 20th century that people started uh, uh, you know seeing art as a language started uh, seeing art that is presenting something very important and we cannot overlook this for we, we cannot overlook this you know this art form and that is why it has also become a part of you know uh, english literature because you'll be analyzing you'll be reviewing you know something which has never been explored or you'll come up with your own understanding towards it okay uh through his work um he may have he has you know foregrounded uh, uh, lit uh, professions of art uh, history and the courses of contemporary theory mitchell uh, excels in clear definitions uh, detailed examples and provocative and original insight he opens his magnum magnus opus by uh, defining his terms and noting that uh, the book as a whole it's about pictures understood as complex assemblage of visual material and symbolic elements okay so uh, uh, mitchell's uh, instructive studies of images in part 1 includes probing discussions of images as vital signs that play a key role in social life and and of connections between images and desire and the surplus value they generate he opens with an extremely effective gambit of using detailed 
you know, readings of images of the 1911 terror attacks and of the uh, cloned ship Dolly to illustrate the, the swag of images and the ways that they can evoke powerful fears as well as seduce, attract and eliminate our daily lives. While pictures can be destroyed, images can continue to live on haunting, tempting and perhaps frightening or inspiring us. They are thus part of what Freud, you know, the famous father of psychology, Sigmund Freud and others designated, I quote, the uncanny in which critics today refer to as strange attackers or noxious repulses as case may be. So this is what he has explored in uh, part one. In part two, Mitchell interrogates relation between images and objects. While exploring fascinating subcultures of found objects, founding and offending objects, objects and empire, romanticism, and uh, the life of things, and origin reflections on, uh, on uh, totism, uh, fetishism, and idolatry. Mitchell's reflections on objects and empire are of, you know, it's sort of a tour de force and tour de force and this, uh, and his use of concepts of idol, fetishism, and the figure of the totem to explicate the work of imperialism is brilliant. For Mitchell, the construction and use of these categories often used to denigrate, so they often used to denigrate primitive of savage people can be seen as objectivist projections of a kind of collective imperial subject. And this is what he connects a lot of other theories along with visual art where he states that uh, you, know, you cannot um, uh, isolate one art from other because they all are interdisciplinary and image and object they, they, they go hand in hand, they move parallel. So there is a connection between image and what it is presenting. There is a connection between them. So in the in the third part, the third part engages media and Mitchell puts in, I quote, if images are life forms and objects are the bodies they animate, then media are the habitats or ecosystems in which pictures come alive. So media is the you know, the third more important uh, uh, figure, the third more important element in picturing theory because object uh, images are, you know, has a different uh, connotation. Object has a different connotation, but media has a different connotation. All three have, uh, you know, concepts have different connotation, but they, they all work together to form, you know, to form some meaning out of it. The abstract has become, uh, you know, some sort of fix. You have got some meaning out of it. So everything you cannot isolate from one another. They go parallel. Okay. So uh, recognizing the importance of, uh, he has also quoted uh, Lujan for media theory. He, uh, Mitchell proposes a less ambitious projects for Lujan's understanding media that he calls addressing media by this means confronting media not as if they were logical systems 
or structures but as if they were environments where images live or you know personas and avatars that address us and can be addressed in bit in turn uh, suggest more that the you know uh, in turn uh, in turn that that sorry i have overboard myself so uh, now the media becomes a medium uh, that suggests that material abstract of image but composes as raymond williams proposes i quote a material social practice uh, and is a set of skills habits techniques tools codes and conventions but why will but uh, while um, you know raymond williams uh, wanted to replace the whole idea of medium with social practice what michel did he was he just you know he wants to keep media as a middle ground between material and the things people do with them so uh, for for him media is not something which you can isolate and he has you know given credit to media as well then he uh you know speak about other factors that we are not going to discuss uh, and he also argues uh, that uh, about double consciousness about image thereby you know where we are attracted to them and can be distant and sharply critical at the same time see double conscious means you sometimes get so attracted to an image that you also feel some sort of likelihood a lot of when we go to an art gallery or when we see a film we sometimes become so attracted to that you know moving picture what is presented on screen or in in an art hall we we become some we need to distance ourselves from it because that is important because what is presented could be, could have a psychological repercussion but you need to discuss it be appreciate the form of art but you need to you know distance from it as well and the double consciousness about image where we are attracted to them and can be distanced and sharply critical at the same time or critical and yet take them as serious objects of study mitchell proposes a third way now he has proposed a third way what is the third way beyond idolaters who simply celebrate image or iconoclast who want to blast them away against these one sided approaches mitchell recommends nishians nishian is a very famous philosopher he proposes nishians strategy of sounding the idols with the tuning fork of critical or philosophical language this you know this would be a mode of criticism that did not dream of getting beyond images beyond representation and of you know smashing the false images that uh, bedwell us or even of producing a definitive separation between true and false image it would be a you know very delicate critical practice that that struck images with just enough uh, force to make them resonate but not so much as to smash them unquote so he has adopted this technique of you know distancing yourself from an image start criticizing it and um, and hold convince it 
and come up with a conclusion. So on the whole, Mitchell succeeds in conveying, uh, convincing readers to take pictures seriously, and his uh, categorical distinctions are useful and enlightening. His analysis of uh, which are often brilliant and the scope of the project is highly impressive. Moreover, you know, uh, images and their embodiment in pictures may be an other, uh, an other, unquote, to human beings and perhaps subordinate uh, to words in many people's point of view. But it is not clear that they embody subordinate um, subject positions, nor they, uh, you know, uh, uh, oppressed in the ways as women and the people of color, nor are images in general gendered through their real, uh, you know, certainly can be in some discourse or instances. No doubt, Michelle is being iconic and provocative and uses the notion of image and subalternity to provoke us to reflect on images and how we see and use them. But, uh, but. You know, uh, it, it's, it's a tricky thing because sometimes you uh, study that image and you come up with a different conclusion. Sometimes you go away with the image and you come up with a different conclusion. Sometimes you will be able to understand what the image are presenting. Sometimes you don't. So moreover, we are skeptical of some of Mitchell's claims concerning that image desire. Just as we were, you know, put off by gendering images and positioning them as a bulletin. So furthermore, while the book you know is uh, is what media you want yeah, it is not the medium as per the he has wished but anyhow the book will give you a better understanding and you can read it as something for those who want to understand cinema as such thank you i'll come up with the next uh, lecture uh, again on picture and theory uh, in uh, on a and by tomorrow, maybe possibly tomorrow, and I'll try to you know hold a class possibly. Thank you.